Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. Hello, everyone. Helen here. Today, I'm here to tell you about Celine, a podcast recently launched on the RQ network. Step into Celine, a city cloaked in darkness and teeming with horrors. From evil headmistresses to murderous marionettes, black worm parasites, haunted hotels, and eerie sleepwalkers. Meet the paranormal investigators of Needle Street, newly arrived to battle the encroaching malevolence. Inspired by Poe, Edward Gorey, and Agatha Christie, their adventures promise twisted mysteries and unforgettable characters. Immersive audio brings the city to life, blending dark humour with bone-chilling suspense. Join the investigators as they navigate Celine's shadows, where mystery and intrigue await at every turn. And now, you can experience the thrill of Celine in Dolby Atmos. So, search Celine wherever you get your podcasts. That's S E L E N E. Or visit www.rustyquill.com for more information. Hello, folks. Helen here, voice of Azu in Rusty Quill Gaming. This is an advert for the podcast Anomaly. Anomaly is a TTRPG meditation podcast that takes you into a world of magic and fantasy. You'll be invited to imagine yourself in scenarios like learning to cast a tranquility spell or exploring a land once vanquished by a dragon, all connected by a shared mythology. The podcast combines the traits of a great dungeon master with those of a meditation guide, weaving tales of fantasy that stretch the imagination, while you learn to centre yourself, find confidence and relieve stress. Featuring the voices of Ruth Connell from Supernatural, and Todd Stashwick from Star Trek Picard, Anomaly is available wherever you find podcasts or at seekanomaly.com. That's S-E-E-K-A-N-O-M-A-L-I-E dot com. That's all from me. Enjoy your episode and take care of yourself. Welcome to episode 169 of the Rustical Gaming Podcast. Nice. I'm nice. your host and GM, Alex, and you're with me today. I have... Ben Meredith, Bryn Monroe, Lydia Nicholas, and Helen Gould. And who are you playing? Zolf Smith. Hamid Salaharun Al-Tahan. <laughs> Sell Sidebottom. And Azu! <laughs> <laughs> Helen, don't deny that you are loving this. I am, but my poor girl! My poor <laughs> At least she's in the hands of Bryn and not Alex. Yeah. So, you know. This is fair. This is very fair. With that in mind, then, I am actually going to have to pick us up pretty much where we left off, which is with everyone just starting to wake up. I am going to lay out the following stage direction in inverted commas and then leave people to deal with it, okay? Mm-hmm. Cacophony in shoes. <laughs> oh, no, what's happening? Ah! Oh, no, we're getting... Ah! Stay oh, calm. Okay. Everybody oh, stay okay. calm. Oh, please, oh, please, oh, please, oh, everyone oh, calm. I said, fine, calm. everyone. Just stay calm. Everyone, please, please. I am now going to have to accelerate to after initial cacophony wears off. Well, as an aside, while uh, Zolf is upstairs and can hear that, he just goes, oh, I am so glad I'm not down there. <laughs> <laughs> It is a box of mess, is how it sounds to you. It's just like, and every single person is freaking out, but a couple of people are saying calm down, so it's probably fine. You know. What is it with us and boxes? You had an exposition box, chat a box, and now messy box, cursed box. Soundscaping, it's a nightmare. I'll put you in any box I can find. <laughs> soundproof box, soundproof box. In fact, I might just get you all to have your next meeting in one of the bags of holding. It's just easier. Get us in an ano- anechoic chamber and just have a complete mind melt as you try and soundscape <laughs> absolute silence. <laughs> Surprisingly hard when yeah. you're all yeah. in different rooms. Um, I, I assume just there would be static. Uh, just like this is the creeping psychic presence. I'd, just, I'd resort to narration. That's what I would do. <laughs> so I will say that the initial cacophony has worn off. Everyone has converted from loud panic to quiet panic. 
Cell puts a name tag on everyone. Uh, it's in both English and Japanese. It takes a little while as there's more than one person who gets confused assuming that you're labelling the bodies or gets confused. Like, in fact, at some point, one person's like, who am I? Wait, who am I? I ah! Like, it's, it's all a bit much. It's very important that we know the mapping, Alex. Would you like to lay out for us at this point the mapping? Would you like your mapping now? Yes, please. I've got a pen, I've got paper. This comes with the caveat that I will pull back the curtain on. Alex generated a large way of randomising this process, which was elaborate, interesting, and would have been fun. It generated a result I didn't like, so I scrapped it and did it again. <laughs> Here's where we're at. Are you ready? You got yes. your pens, you got your papers. I've got Excellent. my notepad open. Zolf is inside Zolf's body. Oh, God, Alex. Cell is in Cell. Ah! Hamid is in Azu. <laughs> Sigif is in Hamid. Wild is in Wild. Very appropriate for 169. Hey. Mm. Merc is in Barnes. <laughs> Natan is in Carter. Sasra is in Earhart. Dral is in Sigif. Skrark is in Kiko. <gasps> okay. Kiko is in Friedrich. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure of the pronunciation on this one. Uh, Tradika, is it? Tadika. Uh, Tadika, there's a typo there on my end, sorry. Tadika is inside Skrark. Driak is inside Dral. Carter is inside Natan. <laughs> oh no, he could be extra sneaky. Yep. Earhart is inside Tadika. Good. Friedrich is inside Driak. Barnes is inside Sasra. And Azu, as we all know, is inside Merc. Is it Merc or Mirk? I thought Bryn keeps saying Mirk. I'm pronouncing it incorrectly. I mean, it's it's Indraconic and it's a transliteration. Okay. <laughs> so we're doing our best. Uh, I get the impression it's more Merc, isn't it? Yeah, it's like a cobbledish, draconicish sound. Uh, I've spelt it M E E R K. So basically, uh, all of our attempts to say it are mispronunciations. Yes. At different yeah. levels of irritation. Because none Although of us can actually speak draconic. Right. Interestingly, thinking on it, I think I northernized it for me. <laughs> Merc. I actually think I northernized it. <laughs> okay, that is your layout. People are now quietly freaking out and processing. And what keeps happening is that people are naturally gravitating towards the sort of pairings and groups that they have historically. Mm. And then realizing that they're not pairing with the people that they think they're pairing with. And they're starting conversations with the wrong person. Till eventually everyone's they have name speaking, tags. just... They've all got name tags. Tr- all true, got name tags. True, but nonetheless, people broadly end up just sitting in a circle because it feels weird. Mm. This is going to be... This is like some kind of really, really odd team-building exercise. It's liter- a literal walk a mile in someone else's shoes. Azu is absolutely clinging to Hamid's side, not just because, you know... She sees Hamid as one of her closest friends, but because she's like, maybe if I stay near my body long enough, <laughs> I will osmosis my way back inside. Uh, like, cells, while everyone's sat down, they're going to try and take a bit of, you know, hold a bit of space and, and just be like, okay, uh, buddies, um, just, I think it's really good. Now, if, if we're in, if, well, not me, obviously, I'm, I'm me. Um, I, I mean, you're all you, but you, you get it. Um, if we have some ground rules, uh, so no one feels uh, upset or worried about what might happen to their body during this time, right? So um, maybe some rules, maybe, maybe not getting drunk. Uh, maybe, maybe, you know, hold off on the romance. Um, maybe uh, don't throw yourself into, uh, into an unwinnable battle. Uh, like, just think of you're, you're holding someone else's property and, and it's, it's good to be kind to it and to yourself. I absolutely agree with Sal. Uh, I think it's very important that we each try to return the bodies in the in the state uh, in which we found them. Uh, and Carter? And I Carter, am, where are you, Carter? I'm sure that we can accomplish Ca- Ca- that. We, you know, Carter, we, we, where we, we will are be able to return the bodies. I, you I'm confident dare, that that is a thing to try to accomplish. You, where are... I, where are... Uh, Barnes, in inverted commas, immediately plants himself next to Carter, uh, with just dead-eyeing him. For the sake of clarity, and because the audience can't see the bunny fingers you're doing, um, if you refer to, From like... From now on, mines, I will refer to yeah. character names as mines, yes. Barnes ends up sat next to Carter and just dead-eye staring him the and whole time. Ah, so yeah, and that's Yeah, that's Mirk and Natan's bodies, so you've got yep. two kobolds just looking at each other with complete hate. 
no, 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 Barnes. Barnes. <laughs> Barnes is Sasra and Carter is Natan. So the bodies oh. of Natan and Sasra are now staring at each other. Okay, I've got that wrong. I was reading it the wrong way around. This is... Why did you do this, me. Alex? It's hard to read. <laughs> Barnes is dead-eye staring Carter. Carter, however, looks like Christmas came early. <laughs> Uh, Carter, um, I, th- I feel like it's important for me to say this and that you understand completely what I'm saying when I just say, um, no. <laughs> Carter is currently not listening and playing with his Oi, tail. Carter, he Car- loves Carter, it. Carter, he that, thinks that is, it's the that best. That is not your tail. Um, uh, you had better not hurt it. Um, no. Uh, are you, you, Barnes, Barnes, you know how to deal with him. Um, Zolf, I am going to cut to you. Okay. By this point, for the sake of ease, things took a little while. I would say that the the Borealis is, is behind you at this point. It's been a couple of minutes since the last sweep passed over the ship. I detect magic. Okay. Uh, you detect... The best way to describe it is a little bit of static in the background, but given that before it knocked you on your ass, there was that much, it has returned to what you knew is a high level of background anyway in the, in the, in the frozen north, but not actually, like harmful i th- i think it's gone now you're safe to come out um do we do we think that's a good idea do we do we think it's a good idea to all come out of this uh yep carter immediately scarpers for the door someone keep an eye on him i'm gonna try and grab him everyone does <laughs> <laughs> carter skips to the restrained and helpless condition <laughs> i you know i i think that it is it is possible that you you know once you go out you might be stuck or you might flip back to your body um i maybe the pairs of people uh no wait nobody's in a strict pair are they no one has just swapped i don't want to be stuck like this like there's nothing wrong with being a kobold but i'm just i'm not i'm not a kobold no no one's saying it's 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 bad to be the way they are now but obviously we would all rather be ourselves i think that's that's clear and that's not an insult to say one would rather be oneself than than someone else, even if that other person is someone you greatly admire and have a lot of affection for. And anyway, <laughs> and has really big biceps. <laughs> <laughs> I just I just really want like a bloody habit doing like pull ups on a door to be like extraordinary. <laughs> I'd say that's certainly the vibe that Kiko's giving off. Uh, Kiko is in whose body? Friedrich. Friedrich. Kiko is mostly looking at the enormous arms with a certain element of appreciation. Well, well, uh, okay, I'm going to roll another Knowledge Arcana to see if there's anything that I know about how one might fix this. So, Would this count as a heal? You Check, can try, just... but you'll have to roll high. Uh, Hamid would also like to roll Knowledge Arcana. Does he roll with his own stat or someone else's? Uh, you roll with your own stat, because it's in your mind. Yes. This is a strict duelist mechanic, and I'll hear none to contrary. Okay, I've got 20 non-natural. That's that's just the total. Okay, cool. 25 total on Arcana. Okay. I only got 23 on a heal. Okay, 23 on a heal. I'll deal with the heal, then I'll deal with a collaborative arcana check and suggest that you've had a sort of talk amongst yourselves a little bit to help each other out. On the heal check, there is a principle that you know, which you learn at seminary, which is, at some point, something becomes a god's problem. <laughs> <laughs> this might very well constitute a god's problem, where it's more a, come on, please. <laughs> I don't really have much more I can bring to bear than please. Here's the thing. You are aware that there are certain curses that could cause similar effects. However, mass effects aren't a thing. And normally they're extremely high-level dealies. Remove curse might work. However, you don't hold out much hope. For the Arcanas in the group, there is a specific spell that this seems to be a vaguely reminiscent of, which is called Magic Jar. Magic Jar is an openly evil necromantic spell that allows you to steal someone's soul from their body, put their soul in a jar, and then gives you the ability to put your soul in their body. However, it's not a direct swap. That is meant to imprison a soul, and you have you can do as you will with their body. This isn't a spell. Um, that is the closest spell that you are all aware of. Yep. And it's worth pointing out that necromantic does not automatically mean evil. Yes. Necromantic means using magic to mess around with life forces that are normally messed around with by like 
divine energy. That's the best description of it. So Magic Jar may not necessarily be inherently evil, but it normally is because very few people are actively giving their bodies up to people, if you see what I mean. Yes. But that is, that is there is a direct parallel, which is that. That's all you've got. Magic Jar is a really high-level, difficult, expensive spell that will have probably been known to be performed one or two times basically in history it is not a common thing and historically has only ever been used for evil cells going to leave the room and check if zolf's okay cool in which case then i am going to uh, keep everyone in the box until a figure of authority says otherwise um in which case yes yeah, zolf uh, you see cell coming up on deck apparently completely unfazed in any way hello all right um so what magical nonsense has occurred uh, everyone's uh everyone except wilds uh minds and bodies have swapped around uh seemingly randomly there's quite a lot of uncomfortableness uh carter is in someone else's body but we're making sure that, uh, yeah, that that's, that's a problem yeah that's that's kept hold of you know some people are very not happy about it some people are are coping but not great I, I just wondered if you if you were okay and if you needed someone to relieve you up here because you have been here for hours. Uh, no, I am broadly okay and also given people seem to have gone will have gone through some stress. Uh, I am more than happy to stay up here. Do we know what's how to fix it? Because one of the problems is if you're in unfamiliar bodies, you're not going to be able to do your job, and we could crash out of the sky, uh, which is immediately very bad for everyone here. So we should probably resolve it. That that is that is that is a problem. Do you have any spells that might, or or magic magic powers in in general that might? Because none well, of my none of my potions would do that. Do you know what's happened? You're better at the research side of this than I am. It's it's a soul thing, as far as I can tell. Uh, there there is there is a there is a very cool uh, well I mean evil, but like there is a there is an interesting um right uh, spell that it that it reminds me of uh, that I heard about. Um, uh, it's, it's called Magic Jar. I, I met it. There are a few. Uh, you would have been made aware of that in your basic seminary stuff, Zolf, as a... Someone's doing this, they're evil, and they're trying to live forever. I will assume that as sellers learned about it, that kind of thing, they would have learned from, like, some of the different cultures that they've encountered that may have done it in a different way, and so we'd be... There like, are other ways of achieving yeah, it, Yeah, yeah, there would be ways that, like, in the elven civilizations in the jungles uh, that just wouldn't necessarily use the same model of thinking about it like so you take the soul and you put it into the ritualistic jar uh which uh, is made great out great of- no okay. fine but uh no. skip to the bit where how do they reverse it you ham- you, you just discussed this with hamid because we both made arcana checks oh, right. each other yes, sorry, yes. as well uh, and hamid will mention that the spell as he understands it can be removed with a powerful enough to spell magic Correct. But obviously, neither of us know whether that will work in this situation because it's not exactly the same as the spell. My, my concern would be, uh, Mr. Smith, is if we dispel it, we'd have to dispel as a group um, because if you dispel it for one and then their soul is hovering around because someone else is maybe attached, the soul is attached to the body and then you could end up with the soul just drifting around and that's really not very... Right, well, I can't, I can't do that. Okay, can, that's, that's I, useful uh, to know. Right, I can... I can do that for individuals but as you say that's potentially the problem is unless i get do you have a soul jar maybe around so someone you know as a buffer you know you know i do i call it random access soul memory right so the soul can just go there while it's being used but no and also that sort of knowledge well at least from my uh broad education um is 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 frowned upon so they are at, not at the risk of cross contaminations of genres. From your perspective, Zolf, we're basically talking Horcruxes. Like that's that's the only situation this really comes up in terms of your education. Say phylacteries. That's in universe. Yeah, there you go. Phylacteries. Like you're looking at phylacteries. Like no one has ever used this for good, as far as you're concerned. Like it's it's big. It's kind of a red flag. Yeah. So yeah, it's been frowned upon. I don't know how to make one. You'd have to try and find somebody around here who would uh, probably. Uh, self-identify as a wrong-un um, <laughs> or uh, or broadly an undead monstrosity known as a lich, which I'm assuming you're aware of, but they're not looked at very kindly and they usually don't have people's best intentions. Anyway, that aside, no, I don't have a soul jar. Now, the question is, is it, 
yeah, is it like one effect? So it's like, is, is, has a link been forged? And if you break the link, they'll swap. Like, it's not like two effects. So I'm not doing one half of it. It's like if you dispel it, it's you're doing both. And they go, whoop. But they're, they're not in direct swaps. Uh, so Damn. they'll, no. All right. Uh, yep, yeah, no, fair enough. Um, I could also remove curses. That, that might work. Curses are more sort of spiritual, right? They're less... Um... Is this a spiritual thing here? It seems uh-uh. more a magic thing. Arcana rather yeah, but, than divine. Yeah, but curses are sort of both. But what I mean is they're a bit more... Um, uh, they're the spirit of the instruction, not the letter. Whereas stuff like, you know, dispelling magic is more about the letter of the spell, not the spirit. So it's like... It's, curses are a bit more intent-based. I'm going to jump back to literally everyone else. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So everyone starts to realise that it isn't as simple as just, oh, new body, woohoo! Everyone is really struggling with coordination. I am going to explain this uh, mechanically for people. Everyone has currently taken four dexterity damage. Okay. So what that means is that your dexterity score of your body is currently four lower than it should be. So everyone has taken four dex damage. Your physical scores, until told otherwise, are going to be the physical scores of your body. Yep. Your mental scores are going to be the mental scores of your mind. I'm so squishy. Everyone's starting to realise that the the question of, are people going to be able to do their duties? Currently, no. <laughs> no one will be able to do their duties Untrue. until this is done. Just about everyone in a, in a cobbled body will be better at their job than they were before. <laughs> This is, this I suppose, might be fair. Except the kobolds that have swapped. Yes, some of the kobolds haven't changed that much. (laughs) So, in terms of the room, Wild comes over to Hamid and Azu. So, unless we have a way of dealing with this, we're going to be looking at a lot of busy people who are still in their original bodies. Azu, do you know a way of healing this at all? No, um... I mean, obviously, Aphrodite could if if she wanted, but um, I can ask her, but... uh, Okay, you you ask Aphrodite, Hamid. Well, uh, I mean, the only possibility, and as I was saying to Sal, is is at least very slightly reminiscent of of a spell that that exists, and that spell can be ended with a a dispel... A dispelling You're thinking effect. magic jar, aren't you? Exactly, but it's mm. you know it's different enough, and it, it, it the fact that it's affected multiple people simultaneously, and it hasn't you know swapped individual pairs. It's 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 mixed up a whole group of people. I think that does mean that it is, it, you know, it, it would if it was going to be fixed with a dispel, it would be have to be a very powerful one, and it may be that invoking directly the power of a god is the only way to accomplish that in a powerful enough way. I, I'm not really sure, I'm afraid. Um, right. hmm. I'll go talk to Zolf and Cell, see if they have any solutions. Um, I mean, try to keep everyone calm we'll, and occupied. We'll do our best. I mean, and if you're talking about, you know, only letting the people who are currently in, you know, remain have remained themselves, that, that is only three of you. That is That is not enough even in a skeleton crew situation to keep ship going very long at all uh i am aware of this i'd keep that fact to yourself for now just don't draw attention of course of course try to keep everyone busy and uh he opens the door and then more loudly just turns around gives a little smile and goes you know under different circumstances this could have been a recipe for a very good time but here we are (laughs) we'll make the best of it closes the door and then heads up to uh zolfen cell and we'll follow that perspective because i could do with finishing up the zolfen cell conversation as well as he comes up i think so will say spoiler uh no we have no uh solution wild stops wild turns around <laughs> wild goes back below deck it wild mm-hmm. where's earhart Zintadika. That's an interesting question. Yes. She's, um, she's still captain. Yeah, she's in a she's in a cobbled body. I'll go fetch her. This'll be interesting. Don't you dare. I wouldn't dream of it. The situation's pretty much sorting itself out as far as I'm concerned. Wild. Yes, alright. Wild heads downstairs and uh tries to gently lead Earhart out of the uh, out of the box. I do think it's probably going to be safe to leave the box. I mean, if this was a, 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 a immediately uh, temporary effect, it, it would have ended already when we passed through the Aurora. Um, it is probably not a permanent effect. I mean, as we as 
I, I've said that, that there are spells similar and there are ways to end those spells, so we must assume that there are, there's a way to end this effect, and I, I don't think leaving the, the box here will affect that. So I think everyone should feel free to do that, but also we should uh, make an effort, as Sel very rightly said, to, to be respectful to the, the bodies we're in, and mm, yes. Can uh, you give me a diplomacy check? I will be making penalties at my end. Okay, I'm gonna. I'll be. I'll use Hamid's normal diplomacy score. Yes. Well, I rolled a three, so twenty. <laughs> wow. People aren't buying what you're selling. Yeah. <laughs> Wild fetches Earhart and then takes Earhart up. Well, I say takes. Sort of opens the door for Earhart. Gestures. Earhart stands astonishingly shakily, and starts like rattling out of the room. Wilde doesn't, like, offer any physical assistance, but stands close enough that if a tumble's about to happen, he can intervene. As Earhart attempts to climb the ladder, he does have to intervene. He's actually comparatively gracious about it and just, you know, helps as Earhart literally stumbles and then reasserts. And Earhart very shakily uh, comes over to Zolfan's cell. Okay, so... This is new. Yep. Who do we have who's able-bodied? Is it just you two? I wouldn't count Wilde as able-bodied at the best of times. He knows how to fly the ship, I taught him. He's not too bad at it. Fine. Um, realistically, we need to get people up and going. Do we have any way of doing that? You're a... Earhart gestures at cell. You're good at the potions. Is there anything that you can do for this? Even to just mitigate the, the damage. I'm afraid it's uh, it doesn't it doesn't really work like that. The um the kinds of the the ways that I make potions is really only safe if I if I take them. Okay. What damage? People are having a real hard time like coordinating themselves. Um, also, tails are awful. Um, right. It's it, it it does what it wants to, and it's really difficult to kind of. Do we have anything that can at least help on the on the, the the physical side effects? Let's leave it at that. Right. Uh, just go with me on this. I'm going to do a reflex test on you. And I'm going to do a heal check on Earhart to try and diagnose the problem. Obviously, we out of character know it's the damage, but it seems That's fine. Cheeky Give me a heal like, check, oh. and that, I, I might sneak you some extra info if you do well. Uh, 28. Yeah, I'll sneak you some extra info. It's dex damage, mechanically. You know that it is not any kind of actual physical harm. This is most likely people are just really struggling because some of them have body parts that they didn't originally have. Some of them have extra limbs. And this is just a very big case of, like, tails count as limbs. Oh, okay. Wait, uh, are the tails so, um, prehensile? Yes. Yeah. Are they? Well, so, I mean, not fully prehensile, but they semi. have enough control to use them as weapons, for example. So as it as it stands, yeah, they're, they're in a situation where they're all just really, really struggling with basic hand-eye coordination. But you do think that given enough adjustment time and given a little helping hand in the meantime, they will probably be okay. So what time of day is it? It feels to you, Zolf, since you have, like, continuous consciousness. <laughs> um, you get... So does Cell, in fairness. You, you guess it should be maybe late morning. However passage of time to read below decks is difficult and there were certain somnambulatory effects and so on. Zolf, similar situation you definitely phased out a few times and then brought yourself back to. And the light quality is starting to be quite difficult to read because you're out of your area of expertise in terms of like the world and you're reaching the point where the day-night cycles are a little bit squiffy to your eye. So That's grand and all. Um, How but dark I... is it? <laughs> Oh, uh, like I said, late morning is how it feels. That, but that no, that's grand and all. I have a time of day that my spells refresh when I meditate, so I need to know. Like I guess I have a you spiritual knowledge of the right time. You you need to meditate. Okay, uh, I need to go check. I think it's an hour. Um, I will I will double check that. Um, right, I I reckon. Right, I should be able to sort this out. Give me just one second. As you're having that conversation, I'm going to jump back to the box. Carter, now trussed up um, and <laughs> with Barnes actively holding down his tail is just like ah, oh, come on, this is fine, I can make this work this is absolutely fine, there's no problems here everyone could, oh come on, I, I can make this work meanwhile Friedrich starts to cry <gasps> just starts crying quietly little crying couple 
and Skrark, in uh, Kiko's body, calls the kobolds to him and starts having a, a conversation which I won't detail, but for anyone who does speak Draconic, pretty much boils down to a pep talk, which is, we knew when we started this that we were going to end up in weird, awful, terrible situations. We've been in worse. At least some of us are bigger. We can probably punch harder. <laughs> and as, as, as all of this starts to play out, I think I'll take a break there, and when we come back, we can see what we can do about the situation. How about that? Okay. Yay. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Say hello to a new era of mental health care. Cerebral is here to help you achieve your mental wellness goals with professional therapy and medication management support. 100% online. You'll experience the all-new Cerebral way, an innovative approach to mental wellness designed around you. You'll get a personalized treatment plan from a therapist, prescriber, or both in a safe and judgment-free space. Your cerebral therapist or prescriber will outline a customized plan with clear milestones along the way, so you can get to feeling your best. With Cerebral, you're not alone in your mental health journey. We're here to empower you to live a fulfilling life. So take that first step towards a brighter future and sign up today at Cerebral.com slash podcast and use code ACAST to get 15% off your first month. Offer only valid on monthly plans. Other exclusions may apply. Offer ends July 31st, 2024. See site for details. And welcome back. So, uh, Zolf, you had some plans in terms... Well, I say Zolf, Ben, you had some plans in terms of things that you can do that might help. Uh, yes. So if I get an hour to sit down and meditate, because I'm overdue for my uh, calming down uh, session, I can at least deal with the ability damage so I can prepare lesser restoration five mm-hmm. times mm-hmm. and normal restoration three times so I can hit eight people which isn't everyone, but potentially it's, like, not the kobolds because the kobolds have absurd decks, so they're probably in less of a problem. Um, Actually, yeah, it's worth mentioning that Airheart... What, like, I'm, I'm going to skip. have to skip ahead time a little bit. Like, well, it's, starts yeah, it's, it's whether or not we, people want to do something in the hour that I've gone away. What I would say is just everyone will have noticed this. Anyone who is in a kobold body is obviously handling it better, apart from apparently Airheart. Um, well, the other thing to mention is that uh, Hamid's body has a normal dex of 18, so that person is also, you know, even with ability damage, is a pretty decent dex. I mean, Hamid, Hamid has probably punched the wall several times because Hamid's natural state is to be quite gestury, and <laughs> his, dex, his dex is currently four. We're all going to be fine! Hamid, Hamid's got, like... A quarter of his normal walk. decks and yeah. double more than double his normal strength. So he is incredibly uncoordinated. And He's gonna be moving like an astronaut on the moon. Yeah, I mean it's 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 terrible. Like he he, he can barely control his limbs because that he sort of he makes a small movement, he misjudges the movement, and it has more power. So he's probably oh. and he's he's probably now trying to sit really still because he's punched the walls and probably smacked people a few a fair few times as well. So I, I'm going to stick with Zolf uh, and just be... Okay, so we've got five people that you can lessen the issues with yep. and you've got three people that you can just deal with the problem. Yeah. And you can do this once a day. That's good. Yeah, and I've got... I need to ask then. Well, I've got oh, sorry, I've got on. four uses of Dispel Magic in case we want to try it, but as Cell brought up, that could cause problems with souls with nowhere to go. Problems... In that case, then, I am going to need to ask who you are choosing to help out from our enormous matrix of characters. I am going to do an assessment on everybody and define the people who need it most to the people who need it least. So I would like an itemised list, please and thank you. Are you factoring in roles on the ship, or is this just based on who is in the worst situation? Who is in the worst situation? I'd be very surprised if Hamid doesn't have the biggest drop in decks. <laughs> He's gone from normal 18 all the way down to four. Hamid is suffering the worst. Yes. Is he getting 
I need to know whether he's being fixed or semi-fixed well, as okay, I bring okay, up the name. Okay. Hamid is the worst the, category. The worst, the second worst, and the third worst are getting fixed. Okay. Fifth, sixth, Hamid. seventh, eighth, and ninth are getting probably fixed. Okay. Hamid is fixed. Earhart is fixed. And... Oh, and if you're fatigued or exhausted, then you're also not. Mm-hmm. That's nice. It's probably one of the kobolds who is in, like... Yeah, I am going to say... Or Fried... Oh, no, Kiko's in Friedrich. Skrark is your third. Cool. So I do it on them. Who's in Kiko's. So to be clear, that is Earhart, who's in Tadika's body. That is Hamid, who's in Azu's body. And Skrark, who's in Kiko's body. So all penalties on decks are gone. Good. Hamid is now able to move around without accidentally hitting people. I mean, but no, with a dex of eight, like, that's still a he's drop still of... A, he's still clumsy compared to his normal... Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's yeah. a drop of, like, ten, right? But Azu so can get he... around without... Yeah. Yeah, but Azu is used to Azu's body, right? So yeah. it's, it's going to be an amusing clumsy flavor, rather than yeah. deliberate... De- Azu's used to the, to the, like, taller person problems of... Don't get excited. You'll mm. probably hit your head on something. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hamid, Hamid is still going to be clumsy, but he's no longer going to be dangerously way. clumsy. Well, he's no longer mechanically clumsy. In terms of your secondary layer of people, mm-hmm. realistically, with the exception of Sasra, who is in Earhart's body and apparently struggling a lot, they're all more or less of a similar situation, like pick and choose. No. Give me a list of names. I can do them in alphabetical order if you want. That's fine. Uh, If if the choice is arbitrary, give me an arbitrary choice. Okay, cool. In that case, then, Sasser would be your top. Right, stop. Heels two. Okay. In that case, then, I would say Natan. Heels one. Merc. Heels one. Drawl. Heels two. And then how many have you got left? Two? One? One by my count. You just used four. I would say... Let's go with Friedrich. Four. Okay, cool. Right, so, so. I, I can't do that again until tomorrow. <sighs> I, I, like the, I like the idea of in character he's doing the stretches as well. Oh, sorry, Ooh. yeah, I, and I kind of, kind of was. Uh, yeah. So, uh, uh, well, it's, I mean, it's definitely some help, at least. I certainly feel more able to uh, hopefully move around without hurting anyone. I, I think it is safe for us all to leave this box and we, you know, we do need to relearn our roles in the ship while we figure out a, a way to uh, solve this problem in a more more permanent way, I think. Right, yeah, well, uh, Earhart, with your permission, I'm going to stay on the helm because I am probably the best placed at this point. Um, and also, I can dispel magic a bunch of times. Cell raised some pretty valid concerns, but if you researchy types can put your heads together and work out what we can do, then I will help in any way I can. Earhart chimes in at that point. Right, okay, so, um, uh, I want to prioritise everyone who's already been fixed. Um, we're going to be looking at a, a skeleton crew situation until uh, Zolf can continue fixing people up. I would assume most people are okay now, right? Everyone that's left is in a is in a cobbled body that went from 16 to 12 decks, so no one Earhart is seems, Yeah, yeah, Earhart seems to be slightly overstating the issue. Right, okay. And I'd, I want to remove everyone from any active maintenance that is potentially risky. We are on keep the thing moving and nothing more. Zolf, my cabin. Uh, I, I guess Wild, take the helm? <laughs> Earhart hesitates. I guess so. Wild, Wild does a sort of little bob, head bob like a... <laughs> and it's just followed by a, aye aye, Captain, of course. When we walk past, I'll tap him on the shoulder and say, just don't push your luck, all right? <laughs> He basically starts um, whistling, I'm not going to do it down the mics, row, row, row your boat, as uh, <laughs> as he starts steering. Actually, um, if, if he as he does that, I will turn, grab him by the collar, pull him down close, <laughs> saying, it's nice to see you cheered up. Aww. Aww. Wild is affronted <laughs> and doesn't know what to say. Uh, yeah, and then I'll just let him go and go off to the captain's cabin. Worth saying, by the way, for all of the chaos that's happening, Wilde genuinely does seem quite chipper. It might be the chipper of someone who's staring into the void a little bit, tactically speaking, but nonetheless, he does. He has seen the funny side of it. He loves a little bit of mayhem. He does, he does. Uh, Earhart heads into her uh, cabin uh, and immediately is clearly annoyed because she is slightly shorter than she used to be. 
So it's not it's not completely unworkable, but every table is a, like the table the desk is a little bit too high, the bed is a little bit too high, everything's a bit too far away. She reaches into the drawer that's empty, slams the drawer shut again. So, what did you want, Captain? Right. Um, everyone is gonna be a little distracted, but I'm actually not worried in the short term. People are gonna be. It's a novel situation. Okay. Yeah. The longer this runs, the more likely we're going to have problems. Yep. Reality is going to start to dawn on people. Probably one at a time. They're going to take it hard. And when they do, they're probably going to need to be removed from active duty. Well, Azu, Hamid and Cell are on the case. So I'm, I'm sure they'll be able to find some sort of solution. I need you to keep an eye on Friedrich. Yep. And I need you to keep an eye on Kiko. Right. Who are they in again? Oh, God. Uh, Ask Cell. They wrote all of the name tags. Yeah, all right. Kiko, conveniently, is in Friedrich. Uh, <laughs> and uh, Friedrich is in Driak. I shall check. That sounds correct to me. And yeah. I can't remember who the third one is that you wanted. No, that was just it. Friedrich, Friedrich and Kiko. Oh, yeah, no, yeah, Friedrich is in it. And, yeah. As much as I despise the man, I think Wilde might have a point. I think it might be worth... finding the... If we, if we can push the novelty, it'll buy us more time. All right. I mean, look, at the best of times, I'm not exactly a party starter, so maybe... <laughs> I, I mean, as, a, as, as opposed to myself, who, of course, is renowned for I, my... Uh, no, I'm just saying maybe the... as captain, delegate it to, I don't know, Amadon Azu? I'm delegating it to you. You want to delegate it to them? Fine. All right. I'll delegate away. Earhart, give me a sense motive, actually. Uh, yes... 28. Ooh, oh, 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 Roll oh, a 19. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> ah, oh my. Um, Earhart has none of the real fire that has come to characterise Earhart, both original Earhart, like Earhart Classic, which was kind of a, <laughs> a bit punchy in a fun way, and then uh, new, new improved Earhart, who is kind of punchy in a bad way. This is someone who is going through the motions in terms of being a bit of an arse but in honesty you get the impression that their fire's gone out again you they are starting to echo Earhart when you found them in the uh, in the hostel a bit they're very down I don't know how else to put it when I realised that I'm like Earhart look that went all things considered pretty well no one's dead everybody is in a functioning body at least the ship's okay. I, that was the bit I was worried about. I, if something had have happened to the ship, I don't know what I'd have done. Wrong way round, Earhart. Crew first, then ship. Long ship yeah, don't. Fine. Right? But look, they need you right now. You're the captain. So do what you do well. You are good at this. You can be good at this. You have been good at this. Don't let... Look, right? If you lose your passion now... All you've done is let Guivra win. You may have lost this battle, but the don't lose this. The tail starts whipping back and forth of its own accord. <laughs> you may have lost that battle, but don't lose... The rug lose... tears underneath her feet. But don't lose this war, right? It's a fair point, Mr. Smith. Leave this with me. Look, don't coop yourself up in here when Ahmed and Azu and people arrange some fun you know, keeping your morale up stuff, make use of it, because your morale could do with some keeping up. <laughs> Go look after our crew, Mr. Smith. Yes, Captain. Thank you very much, Mr. Smith. And I'll leave. And then go find Cell and be like, so who's in who? <laughs> While you're in there, Cell, I was uh, conversing with Wild, like, so who? Like, quietly and subtly, like, so who, if you could be, if you had got body swap, who would you have chosen to be? Like, you know, just... Sorry, who's that with? Is that with Wild? Wild? With Wild. With Wild. Yeah, Ooh, just thinking... That's a good question. Yeah, it would be very interesting to be short for a while. And, I mean, the, co- the cobbled are extremely good at, at, you know, small tasks with their hands. Anyway, that would be interesting. But, uh, Azu. The, Azu. Azu. Oh, right. Uh, there are a lot of... Uh, lot of people that I grew up with that I would love to be able to pick up and throw around and 
maybe punished just a little bit for uh, treating me the way they did when I was younger. I, yeah. that, that could be fun. I, I could have fun with that. I sp- yeah. Not in, a, not in a terrible way, you know, just just sort of looming. It's very difficult to loom. Oh, I, you know? I know. I'm, I'm not I, a looming type of person. I, I know. And I, I think Azu yeah. underuses that. I really think Azu could get a good <laughs> loom on, and she just never does, you know? You don't really it feels like a wasted that, opportunity. Yeah. She's so gentle. You know, the you door really opens and they're like, oh my goodness, who is that? And then and then you're there and then your shadow stretches out over them in Definitely. golf. It's, it, yep. it's so dramatic and I just feel like it's not potentially... It's, 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 there's, a, there's an option there that's just not been explored, you know? I, yeah, I can, I, can, I can absolutely see that. Wild seems very both into this conversation and has clearly already considered this option. Yeah, I mean, it's the natural thing to think, isn't it? It's like, who would I be? Like, yeah, you know, I mean, it would be, I don't, would, would, if I turned into Hammond, would I be able to do the dragon breath? I'm, I'm very excited about the dragon breath. That would be extremely cool. It's like an explosion, but in a, in a, in a direction. Uh, I've always struggled with those. Often, often in the face instead of in that, you know, in the other person's face is my experience. All I would say with Hamid is that if you aren't gaining his magical abilities, the amount of upkeep required for that as a luck, <laughs> it's just not feasible, Cell. <laughs> That's another tree. You'd need the magic, don't you? You'd need the magic. Do you have no. any idea how I... much product he'd burn through? Uh, through. I, I'm, I, you know... Uh, There's no uh, ship big you, enough in the world. You manage to keep your hair in, 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 in... In Nick, without without magic, do you? Is that a? Is that a? Oh, oh, sorry, I shouldn't have. Wild, wild looks left, looks right. Make sure there's no one listening in. Mm-hmm. I've gotten in the habit of sticking my head out of the porthole first thing in the morning. <laughs> Gives it a bit of body. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, oh, like so it's a little awkward because of the whole like oh, so I shouldn't have said about the magic. Um, That's fine. I was, I I was thinking if you, I mean if you're interested, like I just. I could perhaps show you how I make how I make potions because that that it, it isn't magical uh, and so it shouldn't it shouldn't interact with your magical thing, uh, but it has a lot mm. of the same effects. That is a very interesting offer, Cell. A very yeah. Mm. I would like to talk to you more about that, Cell, when I'm not currently steering someone else's vessel. Sure, you you come and and chat with me whenever you like. Hmm. Yes, I think I will. Good. Yes. Well, if you'll excuse me, I'm. Uh, you are steering I'm, I'm qu- all of our all I'm our lives lie in your hands. Yeah, I should. I, sorry, very, very step much away. so. You know, quite the position of authority as as the old air hand that I am. Mm. Mm. Uh, Grizzled air hand, Oscar Wilde, <laughs> Esquire. Cells eyebrows dance somewhat. Right, yes. Buccaneer uh, extraordinaire. I see, I see. Very interesting. Uh, I uh, swashbuckling debutante Oscar Wilde. I mean, I don't know if I'd go. I my I'm not familiar with those words, but I I'm sure that they describe you aptly. Uh, you should. Uh, you does finger guns and terror of the skies. Oscar Wilde, master uh, of the sheets. <laughs> Oscar Wilde. Do you mean the ship, the sails, sheets? Are you? Doing and on guns that, I think I'm going to gently let this yeah. episode fade its way out as you <laughs> are slowly forced to engage with Wild back, mm. Mm. unfortunately, in, in, to a degree, an element of glory. <laughs> yeah, that, that feels a sensible way to, to round it out. Aww. How how are we feeling? We we ready to accept our, our new situation? Never. <laughs> I'm going to get my big girl back. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I feel like uh, we can explore the ramifications and the ways of doing that next week. Then. I hope you've prepared an out, Alex, because I'm I'm out of ideas. And while I'm enjoying being a giant buff lady orc, I feel like <laughs> I've, I'm the one with the best end of this deal, if I'm honest. <laughs> <laughs> what are you? I'm just saying that now I'm a physical specimen and I'm pretty charming to boot. <laughs> That's true, actually. You have too many stats right now. Mm. Yeah. Take heart. When have I ever given ham... Hamid, when have I ever given Bryn nice things? <laughs> yeah, that's what I thought. See you next week, everyone. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Rusty Quill Gaming is a podcast distributed by Rusty Quill and licensed under a Creative Commons Attribution Non-Commercial Share Alike 4.0 International License. Today's episode was directed by Alexander J. Newell and produced by Hannah Preisinger. To subscribe, buy merchandise, or join our Patreon, visit RustyQuill.com. Rate and review us online, tweet us at the Rusty Quill, visit us on Facebook, or email us via mail at RustyQuill.com. Join our community on the Discord, or via Reddit at r slash RustyQuill. Thanks for listening.
Hi everyone, Alex here. I'd just like to take a moment to thank some of our patrons. Pupe Pupe, Anna Sprout, Impressionist Cowboy, Frank Voss, Jürgen, Was, Wright, Prince, Kyra Munro, Kate2209, Jennifer Williams, Freshly, Madeline Werner, Kendall, Yarrow T. Leaf, Rebecca Adamson, A.C. Raynard, Kathleen Arnett, Latitude Brown, Oscaron, Courtney McCann, Steph April, The Good Heathen, Cheyenne Morse, Yagoda Lisak, Henry Cook, Leal, Transmask King Trexel, Kirsten Wright, Fanny Bordras, Honesty Zand, Jeff Boggs, Emma Stettler, Kelly Conrad, E.A. Fleming, Alex Friedman, Minnie, Kelly, M.J. Gonzalez, Alison Wilgus, Jessica Ma, Arthur, Geordie, Hexa Hypatia, Joya, Jennifer Recchio, Jenna, Mads England, J. S. Breham, DJ Dembo 13, Stephen Remington. Thank you all. We really appreciate your support. If you'd like to join them, go to www.patreon.com forward slash Rusty Quill and take a look at our rewards. Head over to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the acclaimed movie All of Us Strangers, starring Paul Mescal and Andrew Scott. Stream the new Hulu original limited series, We Were the Lucky Ones, with Joey King and Logan Lerman. And don't forget about Grey's Anatomy. Every Grey's episode ever is now streaming on Hulu. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Hi everyone, it's Helen here, voice of Azu, Enola and Laverne and host of Enthusiasm. Today I'm here to tell you about Divisor, a podcast on the RQ network. Divisor is a dark science fiction audio drama with elements of horror from Harlan Guthrie, the mastermind behind the unsettling and addictive series Malevolent. In this immersive tale, we follow Sun, a young man who awakens aboard a spaceship bound for Earth on a mission to recolonize a desolate planet. However, Sun's journey takes a sinister turn, and he discovers unsettling truths about his world and himself. The entire series is available for you to listen to right now. So, search for Divisor, that's D-E-V-I-S-E-R, wherever you listen to podcasts, or visit www.divisor.ca or www.rustyquill.com for more information. That's all from me. Enjoy your episode.